sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton and my brother was baling hay. And at dinner time we stopped and walked back to the house to eat. And mama hollered at the back door, y'all remember to wipe your feet. And then she said, I got some news this morning from Choctaw Ridge. Today, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. On the Lamb. <laughs> and Is they're, that your they're circling. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> we are sitting here in my garage. We just played a few games of pool. We went and had some good food, a couple of beers. Um, how you doing, Lil Rafi, besides on Instagram? Um, you know, Lise, um, I've been better, but I've been worse. You that know? It's fair. It's like my pappy always said. Oh, God. Uh, His, your pappy's been very vocal all day today, <laughs> but the, pe- the listeners have not heard it yet, well, so you know, it's fresh to them. You know, people from Tallahatchie often are uh, very verbose. Let's back it up here. Rafi thinks Tallahatchie is a city. <laughs> <laughs> um, Soberly, he thinks Tallahatchie is, is a city. Leanne, what is the place that what you just ask Dolly Alexa? Where's Parton Dolly Parton? Is always talking live? about not Tallahatchie. <laughs> yeah, good job, Alexa. You Alexa. dumb piece of shit. Oh my God, she's been giving us uh, tunes all day. Not the best, not the best, but tunes. Nonetheless. See, the problem with um, Amazon Music is I they don't suck. Use Amazon they don't, Music. T- typically, use? I use Pandora for my radio stations. They have a better oh, selection. Oh, that explains it. No, no but you what need... you've been asking her for, yes, Amazon Music has been playing songs when you ask. What? But when I ask for Buck oh, Radio, ask for I ask Pandora. for on Pandora. It gives a better selection of, of uh, music okay. and choices, things that I like. Okay. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show with Betsy Sidaro and the Thursday show, Arden... Marine? I'm going to say it wrong again. That was right. Oh, good. For once. Arden Marines, Apples, Rob Cohen, Cohen's Crazy Ladies, and Allison's Revenge. But first, little Rafi. Shit, I don't have any shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs, little Rafi? Boy, do I. To everybody coming over here in Mm. one week's time. Preesh. You know who you are. Preesh, beesh. Can't wait to see you SOBs. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh... It is the group. The Tallahatchie River is a river in Mississippi. And she does not speak of this. She's ever. not from there. No, she's not. But she, I know. There's you know, you know not a it's Are you shouting out to the river? Oh my god. To Tallahatchie. The river has historical Are you about the ta- um, significance due to the murder of Emmett Till. Yikes. Um Shout out to Emmett. I R. I. P. Um, I thought, <laughs> I swear to God, I've heard her say Tallahatchie like a million times, unless I'm fucking losing my mind. You could be mixing it up with Tallahassee, which is very... That's not a real place. Tallahassee is a place. What are you talking... Tallahatchie, you're Tallahackie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Lisa, do you have any shout outs? I do have some shout outs. Shout to the people out doing U turns in the cul de sac. Yep. Lots of U turns. Uh, shout out to Z Mary Jane, Tamara Holler, Ray Morgan, Dr. Angela, Tim Ortez, Lee Bruns, Claire Brockelman. Hold on. Also, shout out to Ulysses. And huge shout out to Leon, MF and Ward. Love you. Love all of your notes. Love your feedback. Just love you. And the fact that you called. Laura London, dumb and hack. I dig. I dig. Also, shout out to the TNC. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Uh, I hope to hear from her during this episode. Shout I don't out- think that's going to happen. You don't think that's going to happen? No. Also, shout out to Trice. Uh, loved all your messages last week. And I can't wait to see you next week. Shout out to Dr. Jen. Shout out to Lauren motherfucking Kelly. Shout out to... By the way, extra shout out to Dr. Jen for spending her time talking with me. Much needed conversation. Shout out to Paul. Wish you were coming down this next weekend. Shout out to Ray Morgan. Shout out to Scott Marquez. Bruce by Don. Are you coming to my house, Bruce by Don? And shout out to Von Carmen's Olive, to Whitney C. I don't even know why I said it like that really quickly retweets you know who retweeted the show they get double double shout outs paul teal or tamra and scott marquez and myself <laughs> you know what what uh also shout out to paul if you can yes. make it i think you should make it it's gonna be one for the ages well here's the problem it is gonna be one for the ages for a couple of reasons and i hope that we get to those ages today in the info but he's got a job in alaska he's a wanted man all over this goddamn earth so just because we want him here doesn't mean we take precedence. You know, my pappy once oh went to God. Alaska. You mean your Papahatchee? <laughs> and it was right after he left Tallahatchie, actually. Um, a shout out also, how could I fucking forget to my motherfucking boo? I know. Um, if you saw my Instagram post and you didn't like reply with like heart eye emojis or something, I wrote your name down and you're now in my uh, Even though I get you're called out for book. wanting you to call this out. And all of a sudden now people are getting called out for not seeing it and liking it. I, I think mean, I gave we'll, every we'll emoji possible. Oh, okay. But yes, we will. Shout out to anybody that's listening that we didn't mention. And just, yeah, people in the Facebook group, people, just people, people, people being people. <laughs> This is us. We're basically sober, but you know what the thing is? Is we're tired now. We ate. You're a lot. tired. Excuse you. I've never been more awake. Okay, I can almost hear the snoring from here. <laughs> me 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 me. Um. All right. Do we have? I hope. And I pray. Do we have any BFF hotline calls? We sure do. It looks like we got a couple today, Lisa. Oh my and, goodness uh, gracious! They look like they're. A little bit long. Good. Um, and they can do the show, not us. <laughs> if you would like to call and leave a message or text us, the number to you, Trice. It's B- it's one sure it's eight one eight BFF zero seven three two. That is correct, and that is the number that this person used when they communicated with us. I said, and I might have said that. Um, Rappy, aka Speaks McGee. Definitely, 100% sounds like a serial killer, like on the voicemail for this. But I haven't said I'm saying it now. What is up, bitches? It's East Coast Jen. Um, it's been about years since I called in. 
I feel like when the last night, I don't even remember the last time I called. I'm sure whatever it was, it was. But maybe you're like, oh, what's Easy Beans been to? <laughs> well, I had COVID. Um, everyone in my house had COVID. And I lost all track of time and really what I was doing in my life anymore. Also, went down a major deal whore. Wow. Thanks for that call, <laughs> Jen. You know, if um, in the future, if you want to call and leave a message, maybe just send a voice memo just straight to Lisa because you have an iPhone. And that way it's much easier and we'd have better sound quality because wow. apparently she's calling from the center of the earth. I think she's calling from Pelahatchee. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, she is in North Carolina, so they just got... Uh, running water from a well down there i heard like two years ago so i mean i'm shocked we can hear her voice at all shocked um did you want to address anything she said so far because i don't even know what she said (laughs) i do have to say it's been a while since she's called but also i know that she's been busy with school and busy with catching up with gilhorn catching covid apparently and gilhorn girls but yes also that uh so she has not been able to catch up with our show and i think this last week was a great episode to catch up with is she calling to color herself out for not listening um possibly but i don't know if she actually mentioned that maybe i'm calling her out by accident (laughs) let's listen to a next call i was recently cut off um when i was saying gilhore so that's fine that's gaslighting but it's fine um anyways at the Extreme suggestion of Lisa. <laughs> I have been down the Gilhor girls rabbit hole for a long time, but I'm back. Uh, to save all of us a lot of time, I was just calling in about last week's episode. And frankly, Trice, you and I need to have a second discussion because your multiple calls to the hotline kind of remind me or a little bit derivative of my multiple calls to the hotline. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm sure you did it before I ever did it. But honestly, I think I do it way better. So, yeah, I'm calling you out because say what you have to say and move on. Uh, Rambling on endlessly and not knowing the next word that's going to come out of my mouth is my thing, okay? So back the fuck off. And also, bragging about how you're sober at 9.15 in the morning Big freaking deal. A lot of people are sober at 9.15 in the morning. Call in when you're dead ass drunk at that hour. That takes a lot more talent. <laughs> um, let's see. What else did I have? Ugh. Okay. There was a whole thing about all the dog hate, but you know what? There was a group text. Raffi loved it. He loves group texts. Put him in as many as he can. We hashed it out privately. Um, I don't think there's anything else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Just one side note. You know, booze. Not always a healthy coping mechanism, but we do what we have to do. And that's about it. So I hope everyone, except for Trice, has a great week. Okay, bye. Okay, I do have to say, we did hash this out a little bit on group text. I realize a lot of times when I ramble on and rant about, it's not about dogs, it's dog owners, and it's not about dog hate. Although I don't, dogs aren't my favorite thing in the world, that's fine. It's not about that. It's about... For some reason, dog owners seem to think that we all need to love their dogs as much as they do. And what I'm saying is I am obsessed with my cats. I love my kids. 
if I had dogs, I'm sure I'd be obsessed with them too. But I don't expect you to be obsessed with them. That is my whole point. Is that they're mine and I love them and I think they're the best. But I don't expect you to think they're the best. But dog owners for some reason think that we all should suck the... <laughs> no. That we should all just love their dogs like they do. And we don't think that they're as cute as you think they are. It's not. We don't. And some dog people are like that. Some people, some dog people love every single dog that walks the earth and they just find them super cute. That's how I feel about every cat that I see, even though I'm sure they're crazy ones. But doesn't mean I th- I think that you should feel that way is is my whole point. Um, I, I wasn't paying attention, but yeah. I will say that I like that she is using our hotline to start a beef. I this is like, love this. This is, this like, is a whole new segment. This is like in the 2000s when mm, rappers mm, would mm, like put mm, songs mm, out yes. on mixtapes. We're like the DJ K Slay. That's what I was going to say. Of uh, podcasting. Yeah. So now, Trice, you've you been called You come here out. to record your diss songs to each yes, other. Yes, exactly. Okay. So first of all, I love that she's calling... <laughs> she's starting a beef with Trice. Trice, you've been called out. You've heard it here first. Um, I don't know you if you realized what you were starting and... Uh, so you better respond. Of course, you being in person next week, it might be tough to go against a phone call, but uh, I'd like to see where this goes. Um, she had another comment. Oh, booze is not the answer. So here's the thing. I do agree with that. My point last week, because we were getting called out by some twat on Twitter, is that I'm not using booze as a, as a coping mechanism. In some respects, yes, I am. I have been cutting back. And um, I realized that relying on booze only in, ends in boo-hoos because uh, it doesn't answer any problems. So I agree with you. Um, what also was saying is just us recording on a Saturday is a little snapshot of our lives. And maybe that's all you guys hear and see or whatever. But uh, we're not drunk all the time. But typically, we get together, we make it an event, and we have a couple of drinks before we record. So it does portray, and my social media might portray that I'm an alcoholic, but I am not. (laughs) I disagree. I think alcohol is the answer. Mm. And whatever problem you have can be solved with alcohol. Do you hate sitting in Los Angeles traffic? Uh, Have a couple of shots. (laughs) Do you hate driving your mother-in-law to run errands? Drink a bottle of vodka. Do you hate dealing with your coworkers because you're back in the office because coronavirus doesn't exist anymore? But chug a 12 pack of Michelob Ultra. Oh my God, that is the saddest answer to. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you have to butt chug double and Michelob also- Ultra? <laughs> and also, um, I just sniff so hard into the mic. Also, I am an alcoholic and uh, I have a problem. Nice to meet you, Raphael. And this is my me name's Lisa. Asking for help. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I agree. It helps in the I'm moment. Joking. It I'm joking. It doesn't. Not ha- I don't alcoholic. agree. Sorry. I mean, I agree in the moment. It feels like it helps, but it doesn't. Um, oh, it does. I feel like I've got a handle on it. Are your kids unruly and difficult to handle? Give them scotch. Bottoms up. Oh, give them scotch. <laughs> don't waste the good stuff on the kids. Give them the pickle Who said it's the good stuff? You're right. Give them the Hennessy. That's not scotch. How dare I'm you? I'm saying the bad stuff. I Sorry, give scotch. them the E and J. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, what I think that? I think you need to answer these messages. They're blowing up. Oh, I think it's Ruby. Okay. Yeah, but she What's could be in need. Do you smell fire? 
No, and smell no fire. Okay. But people do like arson in this area, or so I've heard. Do we have another BFF hotline call? No, we don't. Oh. Well, thank you, Jen, for calling in. That was awesome. I put out a call for more people to, to call in, and no one called or texted. How dare they? How dare I waste my time? Thank God East Coast Jen, EC Beans, is on it. And Trace, where the hell are you this week? BT Dubs. Is her name Sleazy Beans? <laughs> or EC Beans? EC Beans. I think it was Sleazy is what you told me. I think I said Jenny Jam the Cock, but that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. All right. Uh, shall we talk? Do we have anything else besides uh, before we talk about we Monday? talk about Monday. All right. Let's talk about Monday. Hold on. Okay. So Betsy Sidaro was on. Super excited that she was going to be on. This is her first Monday episode, right? Yes. Okay. I was very excited about this. But first, at the top of the show, Tony was on. And the new rapport is to talk about, call Allison Al. It led into the big Al and Allison saying she, the reason why hearing the name Al turns her off or makes her think that that's negative is because it reminds her of being called big al and i was thinking about how we used to when we she first mentioned this many years ago how big al sounds like big gal uh-huh and that's horrible i forgot about this that's I not did too that's not good well could be worse so they, well could it <laughs> It could be dumb bitch. That was the other thing. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fucking Tony. <laughs> he got me with that one. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, yeah, it could be that. <laughs> well, you got you got her there, huh? You got her there. Uh, but she made a good point that when you have nicknames, Trice, you just have to accept them. When you are given nicknames, you got to accept it. That's right, T Bone. <laughs> T to the Diz to the Triz Triz. Remember, Pizzle, what was it, Pizzle Sticks? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. It's like a dog treat that's like a dragon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Beef Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Which also was a, a nickname of mine. <laughs> you just have to accept it. You have to let the nicknames wash over you and just accept it. Uh, anyway, well, then they also talked about someone being named someone named Lauren possibly being called Lori and being prickly to that nickname where you do have to accept it. But is Lori a nickname for Lauren? I've never heard this. I've never heard it. But if you're a Lori, what is your name? I think just Lori. Lori. And then you'd be Lore. I do know a Lori. Or Lorelai. And her name is Lori. You know, Lori is not a, a nickname for Lauren. Ren, I heard is, which that is darling, but that's a stretch. I feel like, you know how you call me, first of all, you call me Elizabeth, which is not a stretch. But, I mean, it is a stretch. But <laughs> calling me Lise and like Lore, that's, this is all like, you know, it's lazy, but like it's also familiar. So it's like nice. Does that make sense? It's not like a real nickname. It's just like, I call you Raph. It's like lazy. Um. Because I can't say your name because I am not good at, I don't speak. i just kidding. <laughs> your eyes. Yo, no Ablo, Espanol. <laughs> no, no Espica. Wow. Uh, I do, though. I, I speak pretty good Spanish, right? <laughs> Your face. Do uh, you know how to say Pacifico? Okay. Excuse you. <laughs> My rights here. Anyway. Okay. On to Monday. Betsy was on. Super excited about her. I didn't realize she's one of four girls. Can you imagine the family get-togethers? 
I bet you like the other three are, are like does. doctors and lawyers. Yes, and she's just because she's the young yeah. uh oopsie that she had to be like the class clown. Yes. Yeah. If they were at all like her, except I mean she said her mom's funny and her dad is kind of, right? No, her mom is. Anyway, if she if they were raised around that kind of atmosphere, I would love to know how their dynamic is like at the thanksgiving dinner table if it's like funny or if she's just the one cracking jokes like me when i'm at my family thing and i'm like Ooh, what's the deal with it? and everyone just stares at me like <laughs> as per usual oh this chair she was uh betsy was talking about <laughs> when they were it <laughs> sorry performing grease and she was talking about that she was the principal. And so watching this video on Patreon <laughs> added so much uh, an extra layer of funny to this whole situation. Because, you know, when Allison's like listening, she's like, oh, yeah. So, oh, you were like the principal role. You were you played uh, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John's character. And she's like, no, I played the principal. <laughs> <laughs> and I just died laughing. And so I saw it first on the video and then hearing it again. Um, quite funny. But also, if anyone hasn't seen what Betsy looks like, first of all, her name, she looks exactly like a Betsy and 100% not at the same time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, her personality is so not a Betsy, but somehow, like, her hair and, like, just everything about her is just, like, she's like a character in herself. Yeah, definitely. So, speaking of her family. Wait, Lisa. What? Have you ever been in a play? Yes. Sorry, I think I threw my back out playing pool. <laughs> I've never thrown my back out before. And these chairs are doing nothing for our posture. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been in a play. I took acting classes. Uh, I was horrible at it. I forgot what play I was in. It was nothing nothing to this extent. I know you've been played, but what <laughs> play were you in? Answer the <laughs> damn question. When I was in fifth grade, I... Um, I'm sure we did plays throughout, like, when you have to be in a play. But then when I took acting classes, I, I was in, like, just, I don't know. I played, like, a doctor's assistant or something. I don't know. There was no, like, actual thing. Was that actually a play? Am I forgetting this? Am I misremembering this? Have you been in Why a play? are there no cameras here? <laughs> <laughs> How come it's just us two in this room? Um, I think it was called Casting Couch. Oh. I, yeah. I'm, uh unfamiliar uh-huh, with these works uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. i don't think i have been in a play but now i'm thinking in, in school did they yeah did they make us do something yeah, i don't think usually i don't like think an eighth so. grade play a seventh grade play when did you drop out jk <laughs> sorry in the ninth I was, but i always hit your hat like i <laughs> why would i, do I don't think you? we ever did play like school play we were hmm. not that kind of school I thought every system school did that. you would think but uh, Aurora Public Schools uh, she apparently went to... doesn't have the funding. Oh, she's Breckenridge. She's, yeah, she's in Breckenridge. That's a big diff. Richie Rich mm-hmm. out there in the I think it's called Breckenridge. That's what they there call it. There you go. Um, her mom fell asleep in the communion line. And I feel like <laughs> just stuff like that. Just imagine any of this. But did you know what a cry room was? Oh, no. Oh, I, when she okay. said that. I was picturing, I worked in a hospital for a while, and there was a prayer room. Oh, right. And that's where you would go and pray that your people got better, and uh, you would cry because you found out that prayers don't work. Sorry. God doesn't exist. I started thinking about a Seinfeld reference, and then then she cried, and then she cried again. (laughs) Cried. Again. She cried again. 
um, I did know what a cry room was only because I've been to church. I'm no heathen, but I was. And thinking, you had babies. Yeah, but and you took them in there. I, no, I just waited it out. I was if like, you have babies, don't even bother going to church. I know, but when we first had leave them in the car. When we first started going to with church with the windows up, so no one can get it to was them once a year on christmas eve so we had to bring the babies in and because it was like a gift to the parents then whoa, 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 we st- hold on wait you on christmas on christmas eve you're one of those no in the beginning uh-huh in the beginning uh-huh. you listening to this leanne yeah in she's the beginning. one of these once a year religious That's people how it started and then once we started Big going phony. all the time we stopped going on christmas eve because i was like we don't have to go because we go all the time now <laughs> i'm not going on christmas eve yeah fuck that uh, <laughs> i i fucking hate I hate a motherfucker who only goes to church on Christmas Eve. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I agree. Well, Don't we're, fuck. like I said, we're only he going. He knows. It was a gift to He knows the what you're wanted, doing. The in-laws didn't want us to be heathen, so they're like, the one, the one gift you could give us is to go to Christmas or Christmas Eve mass or whatever. It's like, okay. <laughs> but then once we started going to church, I'm like, oh, good. I, I can return these, uh, <laughs> these knickknacks to the dollar store then. <laughs> Anyways, I was thinking about what a great name for a band, Cry Room. <laughs> okay. Or um, the name of my porn. <laughs> Wait, what? At Cry Room, my fans.com. Okay. Anyway, maybe not. Cry Room, name of your sex tape. There we go. There you go. See? Yeah. Between the two of us, we can get to the sad. We can sad... rewrite these uh, terrible jokes. Yes. <laughs> we can rewrite history. Anyway, Betsy was talking about her different the different identities she had in high school. And, and I was thinking about, I mean, the way she was saying it was like, well, if you're a skater, you have to wear this, you have to wear whatever. I didn't have that with my friends or people that I knew, but I was thinking about how like different phases you go through and trying to figure out who you are in high school and thinking about me from like freshman year to graduating, like what a difference, uh, the many phases that I had in those four years. Plus, I think I went to like three or four different schools in that amount of time as well. So that was also different. And actually not even high school. It started before that. Like you think about middle schools when you start slowly becoming like who you're going to be and like what kind of music you're going to be into. And when I was in seventh grade, I lived in Oceanside and I was thinking if I didn't ever, if I didn't move back up here, up north, that the trajectory of the music that I was going to be listening to there, totally different than it would have been here. Like I probably would have been more into like hip hop and rap where I was headed with my friends in seventh grade but then moving up here to you're just into sublime sublime wasn't around yet but i thank you for thinking that i'm that young <laughs> no um, it was like yeah once i moved up here is a little bit you know different the exposure to different things like punk and stuff like that was a lot different anyway i think it would be very interesting to go back and see myself as a young child i would be interested to see that <laughs> I'd probably like trip myself or give myself a wedgie. Oh, an atomic? At least it wasn't atomic. Oh, it oh, was. It was. <laughs> okay. Also, Betsy, this is like so sweet. Going through different phases in your life and the different things that you just normal life things that you go through but she was too embarrassed to tell her parents that she was going through things so she wrote them letters like when she had her period she had to like write that she was too like scared or sad to or not sad but like scared to just say like hey this is what happens she's like i'm gonna write it in a letter like first of all i wouldn't even cross that bridge i'd be like well i'm just on my own that's pretty much what i did i didn't tell my parents anything or my one parent that was raising me 
Um, did you ever write something that was difficult to tell someone in a letter? All the time, but not my parents. Let me see it. Do you have one for me? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you something difficult? Yeah. <laughs> You're being difficult. Oh, my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> difficult? <laughs> what are you writing? Okay. So there was a lot of uh, Pennsylvania, hyper-local Pennsylvania chat. I wonder if Lauren enjoyed that. Um, do you... Do you watch Ghosts or are you going to watch Ghosts? Ghost? I thought oh, that was a show. I thought that was a show that 50 Cent made. But it's How's not. How is it spelled? Ghost? Like, okay, this is Ghosts. I know. That's why when they were saying oh. it, I was like, she's on a 50 Cent show? <laughs> unless, they're, unless I'm crazy and there's not a show called Ghost and I'm just losing it. I mean, sorry, crazy is an ableist term, but we'll get yes. to that on Thursday. Thank you, Dr. Jen. Um, I, uh, my name's not oh. Dr. Jen. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. I'm going to have to write you a sternly worded letter. <laughs> I'm looking at you like Dr. Jen. I, know. I should be shaking Just my shaking head. Shaking the head. <laughs> um, also, let's oh, yeah. See. Shout out to my inseparable bestie, Dr. Yes. Jen. Yes. Uh, anyway, we get to see her next week. I'm excited about this. Uh, oh, you're going to be very excited to see the gift she got you. Oh, I forgot there was gifts. It it's from Christmas? It starts with a P. Ends oh. with a Y. Is it a penis? <laughs> ends with a Y. This is like Wordle. Pussy? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is like Wordle. <laughs> I was going for pony, but I see where your mind is at, Elizabeth. <laughs> And I told you at lunch today that my mind is not there anymore. Anyway, that's too much information. So Joe Kozala? Is that you? <laughs> it was. He just Yeah, he's left. He's left <laughs> the building. They were talking about bothering celebrities out in their natural habitat. Um actually back it up. Back it up talking about ghosts lee asked that question and then Lori asked this question about seeing betsy at alanis morissette and she was like you should come up and say you should always come up and say hi but i was thinking about approaching celebrities in their natural natural habitat i wouldn't if you but if you saw i guess it'd be different depends on who it is if i saw betsy at alanis morissette i'd be like i'm coming up and talking to you probably i would say something dumb though great work love your stuff I don't know what I would say. What would you say? Would you? You would be like, oh, I love your voice. <laughs> and she's like, oh, thanks. I'd be like the juxtaposition between. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the times that I have approached people, it's because I know them from podcasts. Mm, true. And I do think that they're always like a little surprised mm. that I'm approaching Especially um, because it's usually a podcast or like well, usually like that, it's right? like when they're in the it's bathroom not at their or when line. they're at oh. work, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like pop my head under the stall, <laughs> uh, or like when I'm at the coffee shop and and Fred Savage walks in and I say, oh, I thought, uh, I'm not, I'm you know, I'm not I'm crazy. Just like I'm just, you. I'm just like you, you know. I just thought it was when you were at the town. coffee shop and then you're like hitting the table, like, hey, a <laughs> 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 dinky donuts. Wait, is that? Um, Oh, who sings that song? God damn it. Whitney, uh, quarter brick, ha- half a brick, whole brick. Hey, who is that? 
Uh, no. OJ the Juice Man. Thank ass. you. Oh. Anyway, I was going to say, OJ the Juice Man, is that you? So I asked the question, first a comment, that I would like to get drunk with her and go get a, a California Raisins tattoo with her. Yeah, and she's like... She coasted yeah, right over fuck? that. Yeah. And then, well, actually, she's like, did I mention that on here? No, I'm just psychic. <laughs> or I heard it on some... Apparently, she's saying it all over town, is what she's, is what we're getting at here. But she did say something about getting some other tattoo. Is it one of those characters or something else? She said something, but I couldn't understand what I she forget. said. I forget. I, I didn't some re-listen, but she did want some kind of tattoo. Yes. Uh, the offer still stands. I don't give a shit about the California Raisins, but I will get a tattoo like that because what do I give a shit? Um, what? What are you going to get? A, a California, California fucking raisin? What do I care? I have toast, a brick of toast on my arm. Stop talking about the damn toast. Don't you dare touch the toast. I'm not touching but the toast. Ra- but a fucking ra- a raisin. A raisin? Oh, California raisin. That's oh. fun. Now we're talking. Hey, memes guy, get on it. Yeah. Or Ray Morgan, somebody that might do something with their lives. Maybe he's the meme guy. Oh, just Ray? Is, he, is Ray coming? We can interrogate him. He, we'll put him I under the not, spotlight. The word, out, the word on the street is no, but I think it's he's wow. still the maybe. I haven't heard yet. But also, he hasn't listened to the last week's episode because we're still waiting to know about his nickname. Oh, Although nicknames are given, so maybe we just call him Ray Migo. Well, oh, I thought it was Ray Morgasm. I think we asked him to weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we should ask his wife. But I also asked what... Ooh. What was the worst job? And what's your worst job? This Besides one. This one. <laughs> <laughs> My worst job? Yeah. I haven't really Daddy. had any bad why, jobs. Why, why. Oh, job's yeah, yeah, yeah. Job. My oh. first job was as a landscaper, and I was 15 years old, and I was making minimum wage. So $7 an hour to do like backbreaking labor that like That's grown men do. Rough. And I was 15. I like Weighed how Allison like was like, my pounds. worst job was uh, be, uh, two days at a temp job where I was making $14 an hour. I'm like, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> ma'am. Uh, <laughs> I would have done $14, isn't that I'd, like I'd one? I'd still be there. I would still be temping away. Temp, temp, temp. <laughs> tempting me. Um, my worship, I think was, uh, I've had so many different weird jobs, but I think I was a dog groomer for a short minute and I had, I used to have such bad allergies. So definitely I think dog grooming was not great. It was low on the list. I've also had jobs that were bad and good, like having to clean an adult, adult's diaper, but like enjoying spending time with her as a person was like really cool. But like the dirty work was not great. And finding poop in her pockets wasn't fun because she didn't understand what was going on. But, you know, got to do what you got to do. Make that them greenbacks or whatever people say. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, let's see. She. Okay. So they talked about. They talked about Snapchat. I forgot why they were talking about it, but it just made me think about. The chats, the snack chats of yesteryear, the old days. Oh, they were talking about the bagel and like stuff like that. I don't know how it came up, but they were talking about the Cynthia Nixon bagel and, oh, they were talking about food and stuff like that. And I I like it whenever they ask Tony, because they're asking him about sandwiches and he's just like, I don't like a cold sandwich. He doesn't like turkey sandwiches. (laughs) Like, first of all, that's my favorite kind of sandwich. I fucking love turkey sandwiches. I think they're amazing, but. He was talking about not liking cold sandwiches, not liking cold cuts, not liking a, uh, an Italian sub. 
But asking him anything about food, he's a weirdo with food. I need to know what he eats because this sounds bananas. And actually, on an episode of Feliz Navipod, him and whatever weirdo guest he had met at like a Chili's or something oh. or like TGI Fridays. Uh-huh. And so you hear them ordering food. And I forget what they ordered, but... He probably um, got baby back ribs or something. I think they might have gotten it ribs. One of them right. did, yeah. I want my baby back. But <laughs> he's got horrible taste in food, but also... Wait, does he? How do you know well, this? Just by all the things he's talked about, because he was picky as a child. So he's just now getting mm. into like liking adult food. Although he does prefer um, homemade macaroni and cheese to Kraft Mac, which I like them probably equally. And I... Uh, to me, I feel like they're two different things. You have you crave one or the other. I love Kraft mac and cheese, but I don't. I'm not like it's between the two. I don't even consider them the same. Of course not. Yeah, it's like ramen, top ramen, and going to get ramen. It's like totally different things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I mean, I know I'm talking to you, someone that puts his chips in the refrigerator oh, and eats his salads hot. <laughs> <laughs> I do not do either of Anakin those things. Anakin sucked his own D. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. Well, we didn't bring... Well, that was talked about on our missing episode, but I guess we'll never bring that back up again. Okay. Okay. Anyway, anything else from um, Monday? Wait, you- people might think that we talked about me. No. Dr. Too Jen bad. Too bad. wanted to know Oh, you're what- on her. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, because John true. Gabris mentioned... True. true on the power hour episode that something came out about Nick Weiger. And then, um, Jen was like, what is it? And it's that he can suck his own dick. True. And I know John Gabriel didn't want to say it on Allison's show because it's like, go and listen to that show. But it's like, if you listen to any episode of Doughboys, you might hear, hear, uh, that Nick Weiger is, uh, quite bendy, very flexible. Well, I, I think, it's partly the flexibility, but part is the size of the hog. Oh. He's married, right? <laughs> <laughs> to the lovely Natalie, of That's course. That's right, of course. Okay, anything else for Monday before we talk about, uh, before we have a little unworthy? Mm, no. Okay, it's Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Dr. J and LK. Okay, 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 okay. Hi, Dr. J. Hey, LK. Today we're hey. going to be talking about uh, this Saturday's episode, February 20. Look, I had the episode up, not the date. February 19th. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, titled Pregnant, t- Pregnant Tender Date, Parenting Trends, Teddy Bear Returns. So the Pregnant Tender Date. Um, okay. So they said that this, this woman, and I don't, I don't remember where she lived here in America somewhere, but I don't remember really? what I state. It was like Australia. No, am I, am I completely wrong? Oh, was it in Australia? Because I thought that the guy was, I should have looked this up. <laughs> um, I'm like, I no, America I was from this. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understood it as the woman lived in America and the guy was coming from Australia. Oh, maybe. But, 
maybe they were both in Australia, but so what happened was the woman was supposed to pick him up from the airport and she's pregnant. And then she let them know, I can't pick you up from the airport because I'm in labor. So then the Tinder date goes to gets an Uber and meets her at the hospital and like is there with her for the delivery and like lets them assume that he's the father, which he's not so that, you know, cause it's, they'll kick you out if you're not. <laughs> um, and I don't know what I, I feel like there's so much information missing from that story. And also I apparently didn't remember any of the information they did get. <laughs> well, I think the only reason I think that I remember some of it is because I had read the story earlier and maybe that's because I follow Upworthy on Instagram, or maybe it's just because it's one of those stories that was shared across different platforms. But from what I remember, she was, she had the baby early, like she was 32 weeks pregnant. Uh, oh, okay. She had gone on the dates with him before. This was not their first date. I don't think mm-hmm. like maybe it was like their third or something. Um, which still like my goodness. Um, but also, yeah, I think it was like, I saw uh, a Yahoo or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. I think even with the story, there's like that I read, there was things missing. Like I wanted to know more. Like, I think it's, uh, amazing that he was able to provide support for her mm-hmm. like that and he just didn't be like okay I'll go on the next plane leaving or something <laughs> uh, <laughs> but also I just wanted to know like had she been on tender like, when she was early in her pregnancy or did like what happened like what made her want to go yeah well it's calling him a, a tinder date rather than her boyfriend makes it seem like wow this guy's really going above and beyond. <laughs> and, and Todd said like, they're both big askers. Like she's a big asker oh. in like to date her while she's pre- very pregnant right. and him asking to be picked up from the airport. <laughs> well, see, that's one thing. They're like, who, no one gets picked up. Like everyone hates being like having to drive. I don't hate having to drive to the airport. I like picking people and dropping people off at the airport. Uh-huh. You know, like how bothersome that can be. Granted, yeah. Uh, LAX is not a great one. Like I used to live Ooh. in Burbank and heck yeah, I would drive people to the airport. But like, it's like, a like it, it's such a small airport. You still like have to go up like an external flight of stairs to get to, to the um, airplane and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't know why people think it's like such a, horrible thing now if you're asking me to pick you up on you know christmas eve (laughs) that's a a whole different story like from lax but um i don't know the airport's not that bad of a place maybe i just gone on off hours or something or maybe because i don't live very far um from major airports you know if you're in la yeah i think but yeah well and i was thinking also like okay but if the well if like like if the story in my head is of him coming from australia to america i'm like (laughs) he did a a big a big flight to come and see her so that's not a big ask at all like he's the one that got on that long ass flight that's the least she can do is pick up her date from the airport you know like but also i maybe i'm very cynical or uh paranoid i don't know because what's this guy's motive like why would he be willing to mm-hmm. date someone who's pregnant mm-hmm. okay maybe you just can put that aside i don't know uh, 
I don't know. Um, Cause dating someone who's pregnant is a whole different thing than dating someone who's had a kid. Like if you have a right. kid, that's, that's different, but if you're pregnant, I don't know. And then what's his motive to like stay there with her. And yeah. then he continues to support her. I don't know. That's <laughs> a lot. I, I just, maybe I've just never met someone. <laughs> like I don't know. Or maybe I would not invite someone into my world in that way. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I, I think like, I probably would just go like, okay, I'm going to just take a break from everything for a little while, <laughs> but maybe if you open it up, uh, the people, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, that, that, it's a doozy of a story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they also talked about parenting trends and they talked about like the helicopter parent. And then they mentioned one that is called the bulldozer parent where you mm. um, take down any obstacles for your children. Um, and Todd mentioned, cause I believe, so Todd's wife is a teacher, right? Yeah. He says educator. So I don't really know. I'm thinking that means teacher, but I don't know. Okay. And he said that, um, I, I don't know if he got this from her, but that sometimes parents are siding with the kids over with what the teachers say is mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure that's very frustrating for teachers, but I did this recently for the first time, like a teacher. So I've gotten both of my children. uh, I've had difficult times in school in their lives. And, um, but I know that my older son, his issue is um, talking, laughing, socializing, things like that during class, but he's such a sweet kid. Um, Sorry, dramatic water break. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the one day the teacher, this teacher emailed me and it was a substitute. And she's telling me that my son was insulting and threatening other kids in class what? and being disruptive. Yeah. And, and so that he had gotten written up and I was like, no, that just didn't happen. So <laughs> like I read this, he wasn't home from school yet. So I emailed, I sent, I typed up this email, didn't send it till I talked to him. But like the email was just like, you know, my son is in sixth grade. He has never been uh, called a bully. He's never, you know, he, I understand that he could be disruptive in class and that I believe, but not, mm-hmm. not that he would threaten or insult other kids. And then I talked to him real quick about it before I sent the email. And he was like, no, he's like, the only thing that happened was me and this other kid were laughing. And he's like, she wasn't even looking at me when she was yelling. She was looking at other kids. So he's like, she must have me mixed up with someone else. And then um, I never heard back from my email where I told her that definitely didn't happen. But the next day in class, he said she gathered all of the kids that were uh, in trouble the previous day and like asked them questions. And sh- he said, yeah, like, um, I-, I guess everybody else also said that I wasn't doing that. And then she, she did email me like th- a day later and said that the write-up was, uh, gone. So I was really glad that I did, you know, if she had just said he was written up, 
you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and didn't go on, I would have just been like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But <laughs> what did, did she apologize for mis- like misunderstanding or miscommunication? No, but <laughs> the write up was gone. So I was like, oh, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> that's so interesting. Um, yeah, I think it would be different if it came from like his regular teacher and you know, what if that you were his regular teacher's like, oh, you know, we know how he can be like, but can you believe this happened? Like, you know, it, it's different when it's a substitute because the substitutes like they don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't want, I was like, I was like, I, I don't want her to like, she, I, I thought she's going to think like, oh, of course this right. parent doesn't think their kid could do but, something wrong, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I would think for the most part, the teachers will, will say, oh, you know, your child did this. And like, in a good way, I'm like, you don't do that at home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> like I, I believe the teachers can get something out of your kids more than you can. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah, true. I don't, yeah, I don't think I would deny a teacher, like say like, I don't believe you. And that, unless it's like completely out of character, then it would be like, oh, we need to have a chat because this doesn't sound right. Um, yeah. But this whole parenting thing kind of was last week when I talked about it too. Like, yeah, I don't judge anybody and whatever parenting styles they have, as long as they're doing them and what works for them and not harm the child. But it gets me so irritated when somebody like Todd says, you know what bothers me? And I'm like, what old man, what bothers you? Yeah. Like, because <laughs> first of all, no one asked. And I know, and I know that they're talking about like, it's, it's a story. They're going to talk about it, but here's the thing. The only people who you should give advice to are the people who are asking you because you sit there and say, oh, you know, I was walking through target and can you believe this child had a tablet in their face? Okay. Oh yeah. Has that mom had a long day? Is that dad have a long day? Does that parent have a long day? Is that caregiver? Is this the only thing that's keeping the caregiver or the parent sane in this opportunity? Had that yeah. child earned that tablet because they did all these? You don't know a person's situation. Maybe that person totally. is like hanging on by a thread and they're just trying to survive. And I think it comes from a huge place of privilege to say, well, this is what I do with my child. And they only get screen time 20 minutes. Like, well, good fucking for you. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm glad. Maybe that works for you. You know, to say, oh, addiction, this and that. like, who, who cares? Like, why do you care so much about what uh-huh. other people are doing? And, and yeah, what if that person is like, you know, bulldozing for their child, then their child is going to have a really hard time in life. Yeah. Then that's it. That's it. That has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And unless you're like a teacher who has to deal with these kids, then you can sit down and say, Hey, your child is doing this in class. How can we work this out? But as a person who has no dealing in that kid's life, mm-hmm. leave it alone. Stop talking about it, old man. It bothers <laughs> me so much. Yeah. Like, why do you care? Yeah. A lot of people say this stuff about, about screens and how lazy, lazy it is and things like that. And it's like, yeah exactly right you don't know that kid you don't know you know you don't know how hard it is if yeah you don't exactly the the thing is if you don't know you don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> the opposite like, of if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you know, say something. Um, but even the like American Academy of Pediatrics or whatever it is, they have changed their screen time recommendation because of the quarantine, because they understand that it's not possible to keep it limited. But also yeah. that's that was such an ableist thing, like to say. Like, what if it's like, oh, you before two, they shouldn't have this or based on what? Like, what about the disabled kid who uses it for their communication? What about that kid on their tablet, you know, all day? Mm -hmm. Or what about the single parent? Like, what about the mental health of the caregiver? It's just, uh, just stop judging. And then the same people that'll complain about the kids having a screen in public are the same people who are going to get annoyed if the kid is you know, being loud and disruptive because Mm -hmm. they don't have something else to focus on. (laughs) Exactly. What if that's the only thing that's keeping the kid from freaking out and the mom has to, or the dad or the caregiver has to get the milk because they need it, but they also need to get in there without like the kid having a meltdown, then Mm -hmm. do what you got to do and you just survive. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Todd brought up the subject of like sport families Um, about like people that, you know, he's like, it used to be like you play soccer for a couple months out of the year or baseball or whatever, but he's like now, you know, like the sports are like, and and I know this from like a couple, like there's like someone I follow on Instagram who their kid is on like a a diving team Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, during the summer, it's like, that's all that they're doing. And I, I look at that and I go, like, I must be a terrible parent because I would never want to (laughs) spend all of my time. <laughs> but so then funny. Allison made yeah. a really good point. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and diving is one thing, but like, if it was soccer or football, like, oh my God. <laughs> and Allison was like, some of these parents probably like really get something out of it and they enjoy yes. the community of it and, yeah. and they're chilling with other parents. And I was like, oh my God, that never even crossed my mind that the parents could also be enjoying <laughs> That's hilarious. I was just talking to like a parent at the park and they're like, oh, like, what are your kids? I think I mentioned something about their kids. And, you know, I said, oh, uh, because one of their kids plays soccer, but then like the mom was like a soccer player, I guess, like, not not professional, I think, but you know, that's just what they grew up doing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I said, well, my kids aren't really into like team sports. But they mm-hmm. enjoy things like swimming. So it's still like athletic and they're still getting out or dancing. Um, yeah. But they're not for the traditional. Like, and then the person was like, yeah, well, I really like team sports. It really brings like a lot of, you know, whatever the person who likes team sports is going to say. Right. You know, they have yeah. to work together and you have to do that. And, you know, my kids enjoy recreation like team sports, you know, like if we did a pickup kickball game, they really enjoyed that as long as it's not competitive. They're just not competitive kids yeah yeah Uh, and I wanted to be like yeah and I guess (laughs) that's just not my style although I played team sports growing up I'm not going to push my kid to do something that they don't want to do just because I think it's going to make them a better person that that they can become better people other ways besides yeah the channel but also the Olympics have been around forever there's always been like pushing for kids to you know how many people have gone to Olympics and how many people or how many kids have been training to go to the Olympics? It's, you know, uh, it's all, yeah. it, so it's happened. And I've seen friends, family, friends who, whose kid is really good in a sport and they just, they, the kid wants to play the sport, wants to play the sport. And then all of a sudden the kid burns out and didn't stop playing it. 
And it's like, okay, yeah. well, and they say, you know what? He liked playing it then and he doesn't now. So we move on. So yeah, it's not my style to go like <laughs> for a weekend tournament. I wouldn't, Yeah, I, well, I would not enjoy it. I'd probably like, you know, Hey, let's go to the snack bar. <laughs> but i mean if that's again if that's what people want to do and the kids are okay with it they're not being forced then also it's none of my business (laughs) yeah 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 you know there there's definitely families out there that want to do it and that's why there's professional sports players or or athletes or olympians yeah people are just built differently and some people enjoy i also would not want to have every single weekend like busy that just sounds like my nightmare (laughs) yeah me too um okay so and then they talked about the story of a teddy bear being returned after I I can't picture this I can't picture rafters in an airport um terminal they said that he threw it up in the rafters of the concourse uh a kid was playing with the teddy bear, mm. threw it up really high, and then they started seating their flight. And so they couldn't get it down. They had to leave. Um, and then months later, I guess it fell down and um, someone like mended it. And then like the story was going around that this, this teddy bear was found. And then the mom saw it on Facebook and then they flew out to get the teddy bear. <laughs> um, and the kid really missed it. I was like, oh, that's really nice. And it made me think like how many stuffies I lost when I was a kid, you know, before the internet was around and it was just like, well, that's gone forever. <laughs> and but now things can find you again. They mentioned the airline company or the airport, whoever it was, flew the family out from Texas to Minneapolis to get to reunite with a teddy. And I thought, yeah, I'm not getting on a plane with my kid oh my god i know and allison goes how about just send the teddy bear back <laughs> just send, it, send the teddy bear back with like an airline representative and and do the story in the texas airport i mean i don't know you're in the middle of a pandemic and who wants to fly with kids for just to cuddle like it i don't know yeah yeah you know, yeah no thank you for that unless they turned it into like a vacation or whatever but if they only paid for the air airline tickets i don't know but it, it it made me think like my kids don't have like a stuffed animal that they treasure. Like they like stuffed animals for sure. Yeah. But there's not, they, they never glommed on to like their childhood blanket or like one of my kids has a blanket that they like to sleep with. It's just like a, it's a regular blanket that would fit on their bed. It's nothing like a small blanket and it's definitely something that they treasure, but it's not from child. Like I know my kids are young, but it's not from when they're a baby. I don't think I have anything from as a baby. I have a stuffed animal that my friend gave me, like my best friend when we went to college, we gave each other something and she gave me a stuffed animal. So I still have that teddy bear, but um, that's nice, but it doesn't like it. It sleeps next to the bed and sleep on the bed. Like it's just in my room kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas Allison was saying she has a panda that she cuddles with at night. Koala, I think. Oh, thank you, Koala. You're welcome. (laughs) And uh, Todd has, what does Todd have? What did he say he had? His might just be a bear. I think he said he and his wife both have their bears from when they were little. Right. And and what is the difference? Like cuddle a bear or cuddle a, a pillow? Like it is nice to hold something when you're sleeping. 
Yeah, because Allison was like, yeah, Daniel doesn't have a, a stuffy, but he has like seven pillows. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I do see stories across social media, like you were saying, now the internet, anything can be found. Like, hey, my kid lost, you know, whatever it was. And yeah, they, they stopped make, manufacturing that that bear or that stuff there, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, I guess. I don't have anything that I bring with me when I travel that if I lost it, I'd be super bummed about. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. I mean, I guess my but, phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for that kid. Right. <laughs> um, Allison's week was a 3.75. She said an older couple that they're friends with um, the woman's like in her seventies, the the woman uh, has COVID and I guess she's like the caregiver for uh, her husband. So Allison's like worried about him getting it and just somebody that she's close to having COVID made her sad, I guess. Um, and Todd's week was 3.5. And uh, he mentioned that his son uh, threw up on his wife at a Super Bowl party when they were leaving and I guess his, his wife is like, is five. And he's like, yeah, we thought we were past like the throwing up stage. And I guess she went to like carry him to the car and just blah. So, oh, I remember it's been a long time since I've been barfed on, but I feel for her. I'm trying to think my kids never really threw up. Um, that's how I know if like one of my kids is sick is if they actually do throw up because I can count on, on one hand, how many times they actually have thrown up. Oh, um, wow. Cause none of my kids, like my, one of my kids had uh, like reflux when they were a baby, baby, like you just had to uh-huh. see that after they were done feeding, you kept them up for like 20 minutes, but uh, they never projectile vomited ever. I don't think um, they would just like kind of throw up like meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I- I yeah. know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, there was just no stopping it a bit. Um, <laughs> but when he said, yeah, my wife like took it like a champ. Yeah. That's just what you do, right? Like you're holding a kid and that throws up on you. What are you going to do? Like say, gross. Like, yeah. <laughs> put the kid down and just leave. <laughs> That's what he would have done or something if he was holding the kid. But no. Oh. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, he was saying his kid ate too much while they weren't looking. Pizza, yeah. yeah. Too much round table pizza. And he was just running around and then he felt fine after that. But yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say I'm going to give my week a four because I, because <laughs> like, I think I, I, I was feeling grateful for my life because the one, well, on my days off this week, I like, uh, spend some time outside watching the birds eat, like after I put out bird seed and stuff. And I've been like trying to enjoy like, you know, little moments and, um, and my booze coming to visit me. So that's something to look forward to. And, uh, so yeah, things have been pretty good for me. And how is your week? Uh, yeah, I would say a four as well. Um, 
I got to celebrate my husband's birthday early this weekend. So we got to go Yay. out by ourselves and we got to go out to uh, like an outdoor garden area. That's kind of a really, really huge area. And when you have kids, you don't ever really get to see the whole thing because, you know, come on, kids, come on. Like, <laughs> So it was this- nice to do that by ourselves and not have to coax someone along. <laughs> ah, nice. So that was nice. Um, and it's President's Day weekend, so it's a three-day weekend. So um, we get to see um, out be outdoors a lot. And since the mandate has been lifted with the masks, if you're vaccinated outdoors, um, it's nice to have the kids be outside without their masks because they have like, well, why do we get vaccinated if we have to keep wearing our mask? Which, oh. which is an argument that is a sound argument from a child, not from an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just nice that they have a, a group of friends at school that they see every day anyway. So it's not new people and they're vaccinated. So it was nice to have the kids play together outside and then have them reap the benefits of their <laughs> vaccinated status uh, from all the yeah. through. So that was nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up this week and we see you all tomorrow or not tomorrow. I'm tired. <laughs> we'll see you all next <laughs> time. <laughs> Bye. Yep. Bye. Love to hear you guys. Your takes on this show are amazing. Love you both. Great job. Glad that's over, whatever you said the last time. <laughs> I'm going to edit it so it starts with that. Okay, jerk. <laughs> okay. Shall we talk about Thursday? Do we have a Whitney C's Coestione? We do not because we had it last week. Well, in that case, yes, let's talk about Thursday. All right. Arden, Rob, and Jeff, and Tony were on. We were her little clam cakes sent in by Tracy Metcalf on Patreon. When I saw this as a carb submission, I knew she was going to pick it, not only because of the Rhode Islandness of it, but just because clam cakes. Why not? Have you ever had a clam cake? I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, it's a little personal, Elise. <laughs> well, we already talked about, I mean, we get pretty personal on here. Uh, what the fuck's a clam cake? I'm guessing it's something like a crab cake, but just with clams. I've heard of a clam bake. <laughs> I've heard of a fruit cake. Okay. So imagine the combination of both. I think Johnny might be home. I've heard of a crumb cake. Mmm. Have you heard of a crab cake? That sounds gross. They're delicious. You've never had. A- I've had crab oh, okay. cakes. They're not great. So I met. They're wonderful. I didn't they're love an, it. Well, you've not. I had don't a like good crab one. though. That's a problem. Do you like clams? <laughs> I don't think so. So th- I would say it's probably a more rubbery version of a crab cake. So it might not be as good. Ugh. The texture might be a little different. But I love clams, oysters, crab. Give it all to me. Love it all. Put it all in a cake too, and I'll just <laughs> devour it. Put some remoulade on there, girl. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Take a quick. This is like when. I think I left the door unlocked. Okay. It's like when. Um, the Merv Griffin show, and he's like, "We're gonna have a break." Oh yeah, he's like, he's like chips. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, yeah, he chugged. He... Yes. <laughs> Burp. 
and we're and back, we're back. <laughs> so allison is off of the fence of Rhode Island and then get hopped right back on in this conversation. But what do you think after hearing about what little Compton Rhode Island actually is, do you think that Allison could live in a town as small and rural as this? You know, I think to prepare for moving to little Compton, she should go to big Compton, (laughs) AKA Compton, California. Yes. Okay. Um, and I think she should spend uh, three to six months there first, and then she'll be ready for Little Compton. Okay. Because that's how it works. You start at the big one, then you move to the little one. So Big Al in Big Compton is what you're saying. That's right. She'll be the big A. In the big C. <laughs> in the big C. I have to say, I don't see her in a small little town with one little main street. I know that Arden was talking about going to, not Providence, somewhere in between. I forgot what she said, but it sounds, I would love to visit there and stay there for like four months out of the year, but I don't, I don't see anybody living there. I don't see it. Um, If you had to move somewhere, anywhere. Where would you move? You know, if I had to move, you know, I mean, I thought about this when I came out here. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, I, I don't think I'm a California guy. And no. it turns out I'm not really. Um, Where was I going to move? I was like, you know, I could always go to Europe, like Spain or something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. speak, a, I speak it the Spanish. Yes. Um, you did forget a few words of your native tongue recently. Speak was... Spanish. Wait, what words? Um, I forgot where we were, but you're like, I don't remember what the word in Spanish is. I'm like, oh, this is a problem. I forgot what it was, though. I yeah. It was common, but I, I'll get back I to did. I do remember one time. I didn't. I don't know if it was with you or not, but I remembered a very common, or I forgot, a very common Mexican word. Oh. Mexican? Mexican word. Spanish oh word. Um, <laughs> damn, what was it? I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I, you know, I was thinking I could live there. Yeah. I could, you know, I... I think I will eventually end up back in Colorado. I'm just a cold weather boy. Yes. I like I that mountain life. I think you are. Baby. And I feel like people that don't appreciate California weather, while it's fine, it's fine if you don't, but GTFO is what I have to say. Because there's plenty of people here and I fucking love the weather. So rather than complain about it, here's the thing. I know you like extreme seasonal change. For me... And people that are born here. I don't know about extreme. They Well, you say that we don't have seasons. I don't but, want monsoons or anything. But you say we don't have seasons. My well, point is true. when you are born here, you are in tune with the subtle nuances of oh, seasonal Oh, yeah. Change. You're like, oh, today it's super hot. Tomorrow no, or next month no. it's I said even hotter. Nuances. What I'm saying is when I – this is something. When I was on the Mental Illness Happy Hour, one of the things that he asked at the end is like what you love. And I was saying I love when the seasons change because growing up here, I can tell the difference. That it's a huge difference to me. The smells and the different feels and like the everything about it. Like right now, I'm, spring is starting to come and I'm like energized by the beginning of spring happening around not, not anywhere else in the country because it's still snowing. But like here are – Blossoms on the trees are there and everything. Anyway, 
it is unseasonably hot and I realized that they were hating it, but I was actually kind of loving it because I have a hard time when I get cold, my core temperature, I have a hard time bringing it up <laughs> because I'm Kramer, but I had to go stand in the sun like a cat. Like I love the sun. I fucking love the weather here. Yeah. We were doing a lap around the circle and you were like, <laughs> I love the sun. I'm a maniac. You're like fucking George Harrison over here. Oh, see? Yep. See? <laughs> but anyway, it's not for everyone and that's fine. But like, bye. Like, you know, it's fine. Okay. Bye. I don't want the snow. I don't want any of this nonsense to like to have to deal with. And we have to deal with other crap that sucks. Like, like you said, it does get very hot, but we don't have like super bad humidity and shit like they do on the East Coast and Texas. Like, We had some pretty serious Texas weather this week. I don't know if you noticed, but it was 90 degrees one day. And then the next day it was like hailing in like 50 degrees or 60 or whatever during the day and thunder and lightning. I'm like, this is like Texas weather minus the gross humidity. It was fun. It was neat, but I don't want that all the time. You know, I could uh, definitely see myself living on the East Coast. Anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, who knows what life has in store for any of us, Lise? Hi, Pabs. Um. <laughs> Look who's getting so derailed s- by a cat. Speaking of uh, kitty cats, we got some big news on this episode. Big news about Big Louie. Yes. Where's big that Instagram account, Mofo though? Mofo and Louie. I cannot find it I've for the life up. of me and, and the death of me. It ain't nowhere. Here's the thing. I didn't listen to this episode until today. You guys all said I have, there's big news regarding for, that Lisa's going to love. And I was like, okay, I can't wait to get to it. I heard it and I thought, Colonel Jeff. Yes. Uh, she's going to want to stay out here with us. <laughs> Colonel Jeff plays his whole life close to the vest. He's not sure one iota of truth or personal things. He'll put stuff out there as a joke. Like when he was on, I, th- I don't know if it was a bonus episode on Patreon or it was, it was a bonus episode, episode before Patreon even existed. And he said he had 13 cats and people believed it. People, a.k.a. you. I just wanted it to be true. But uh-huh. anyway, he... And even like his birthday, his when they did the quiz with everybody, he said a different middle name. He said a different birthday, a different thing. Like, he was never honest. And not like he was lying, but I feel like he's just very personal and doesn't share so much like you. Well, I think it's because he knows he gets a lot of stalkers... That are like trying to get to know him, and he's just you know trying okay. to uh, so obfuscate. Why for at this his own juncture security. in his life that he all of a sudden he's like, well, here's my cat. Here's the name of the cat. The cat has its own calendar, its own Instagram supposedly page. It has its own Twitter account, which I definitely follow already. Oh, um, well, maybe Instagram I cannot find. Maybe it's because this cat is just so goddamned adorable. That he had no choice but to make it an account. Once again, this cat has been adorable its entire life. It looks like it's had a long life so far. Now we're seeing it in its natural habitat. It's, it's his house. I'm, I'm guessing. We now know the cat's name. We know what it looks like. It's a tuxedo cat. It's, like he said, adorable. And this is the stuff he should have been doing a million years ago. Thank you, Colonel Jeff. Also, I saw this calendar a month ago because I think he sent one to Lee Bruns a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. 
Lee Bruns is holding out on us. Well, he sent a picture of it to me. <laughs> wow. And I was just like, that's cool. I didn't really Lisa like Lisa is exactly. holding out on us. <laughs> Lee and Lisa holding out for Colonel Jeff Fox. The two Lees. Screwing yep. us again, Costanza. <laughs> yep. Anyway, how can I get my mitts on one of these cat calendars for starters? He should be selling them because people are buying them and he can donate money to some cat, cute little kitty cafes or something like that. Or rescuing some other lovely little tiny tigers. Um, anyway, I was, uh, I hate it when I think Colonel Jeff hates me. I'm going to get over this crush I have on him. And then he goes ahead and does this. <laughs> I still think he hates me, but still, yeah, this is just, him. I know, I'm real hateable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love everything about it. Follow at Big Louie the Cat on Twitter and it, apparently at some point on Instagram. Is it L-O-U-I-E? Correct. Okay. Correct. I spelled it many different ways looking on Instagram. I'm like, where the hell is this goddamn thing? And then I saw it on uh, Twitter. Bleeder. So. Allison posed this question on thursday and also on did she post it on instagram about valentine's day anyway the question was or her comment or uh fuck her observation is this valentine's day she's noticing a lot of people are posting valentine's to their partner on social media to each other as if this is some new thing to me i thought that people always did these kinds of things is this something that you pepsi <laughs> it's <laughs> Is this something you're noticing is new or is it something that you've always noticed? I mean, weigh in on this because my words are not coming out correctly. Well, when she I'm all said <laughs> this, I was thinking, <laughs> I just found it, uh, at Big Louie the Cat and its name is Big Louie the Goofy Tux Cat. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, you know, I felt a little called out because mm. I did a Valentine's Day post of me and my boo. You did. I was very excited about this. And, you know, some people watched it and mm -hmm. uh, didn't reply or really? send any kind of uh, I sent emojis for or likes I think. or anything. But one of the people that watched it was Allison Rosen. And she didn't say nothing to me. So... I was mm, like, oh. It does feel like a call out. You know, she's basically saying, hey, we're all in relationships. Maybe they're happy. Maybe they're not. Quit rubbing your stupid ass love in our face and uh, keep it to yourself. So I uh, had to text her. You did. That's since true. I'm, I'm at the texting level. And I just said, I thought it was funny that she said <laughs> all the couples are posting on Instagram. And I did say that I did it, one, because it's our first uh, Valentine's Day together, and I'm very happy, so I wanted to post about it. But also, I think there is a little bit of pressure, Lise, mm. from, you know, those prying eyes. They... Well, I mean, they, how long have you been together? <laughs> <laughs> they put pressure on you because they're like... If you're, if you, okay, this is a, this is like an, a social media thing where they're mm -hmm. like, you got to claim your boo. Like if you're not claiming them, you're not even together. So uh, if you okay. don't make it public, there's something 
a little suspicious. And I actually kind of agree. That is true because you have said people with their accounts where you never see their yes, spouses or whatever you think there's that is I, that is suspicious. I think you know if you're married and well, you, we, thing, you never mention your if your you wife, post a lot, you never. The thing is, you don't post oh. a lot, so then yeah, also yeah, yeah, there's the, thing. the fair thing that you just don't post anyway. On the other side of it, for me, if I was so happy, I would be like proclaiming it from the mountaintops to anybody that wants to listen. But that's just me. Also, because I'm so happy for you, I was very excited to see that you were, you know, putting it out there in the world in case people didn't know that they should be very happy for you both because you guys are both amazing people and there's not a lot of love in the world and it's nice to see a little bit out there. So thanks for being in our fitness. (laughs) Thank you for sharing it because it warmed my heart to see it. A wise man once said, it's all about me. Where's the love? Here comes the sun, is what I heard <laughs> from that same wise man. Just getting I don't even know. Anyway, on to the bad dates. <laughs> no. Um, so, have you listened to bad dates? I have listened to a couple of episodes, yes. It's pretty good. Uh, they do follow us on Instagram. And I think, I don't know, and on Twitter. Us. Our show. They follow you. Uh, how do they know it's me? Uh, they know. Okay. Maybe by it's the, really Colonel By Jeff the unflattering the... photos that you post of me, they know it's you. <laughs> I do not post it. I do not do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that picture from the last episode was very unflattering of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be fair. I looked 20 Allison pounds. Allison said she loved it. Yeah, because it's funny <laughs> to laugh at me. <laughs> you look like you knew what you were doing. A little help. You could have given me a little guidance of how to sit on a burrow, like, correctly. <laughs> you look like you knew what you were doing. I look like I've never sat on anything before in my life. Okay. Well. Well. <laughs> so, one of the things that Rob, the host of Bad Dates Show, and I have in common is that we attract crazies. So, we were talking about this a little bit at lunch. And why... Do- I don't think we ever got to this point, but like, why do you think that is? Why do you think certain people, for me, I would love to meet someone that's like me, that's into the same things and has the same like temperament and no drama and just like, I would love to meet someone like myself, but why, why are crazies drawn to me or am I drawn to crazies either way? Well, first and foremostly, Mm -hmm. um, Jen mentioned this and I would like to reiterate that crazy is an ableist slur so i think we need to be more specific the way i was saying it is because of the way they said it so i apologize they said it quite a bit they did they did but lisa what kind of uh problems did your suitors have that caused you to believe they were quote unquote crazy well i mean i mean some of them were clinically crazy but what I'm saying is, yes, their behavior um, where... Joanna, can I borrow d- your copy of the DSM? Because I don't think there's anywhere in there where it just says crazy. So one day, one minute, they're super nice. The next minute, they're super mean. Oh, Not treating me with... I like to live my life with the golden rule, like treat others the way you want to be treated. And people treat me poorly. And... It's not like I go out there looking for this person's doing bad. I'm going to be attracted to that. I'm usually attracted to like whatever the physical thing might be. And then they end up being, it's not like, oh, they're horrible. They're mean. I'm going to 
be attracted to them, but somehow there's some sort of pheromone in my existence that it draws these people to me. Why? Um, I don't know. Why can I just have a nice person that wants to treat me right? And why can't I be happy? Why can't I, why can't I realize something's bad and be like, on to the next? I deserve better. You know, I have never really been a magnet for, you know, abusive or people that are odd. I've never attracted that. And I think it's Mm. because they can kind of tell, like, who will put up with it. Okay, that's And, like, they were saying that Rob is, like, very... I I forget what Arden was saying. Something about him, like, being, like, fun and adventurous or something. Or, like, he, like, is always, like, talking to people. Yes. Yes. I think the fact that he will entertain it is Mm. what they know. Hmm. Because, Hmm. like, Hmm. if, you know working in and around LA like I do oftentimes there's erratic acting people around on the street so you're saying I should go date in that pool and when <laughs> you know they're screaming and yelling and doing whatnot unfortunately I have to pretend like they don't exist right and that's the best way for me to hmm. be able to uh, survive in this environment and if you're just like wow look at this person they're hooting and hollering and then next thing you know you know you're in a you're in a you're in a little situation with them right that that doesn't happen to me because i pretend it's not happening yes so what if they're not hooting and hollering they look like a perfectly normal suitable person with a nice nice smile this is something that and then you're drawn into that and then they bait and switch you a lot on love line Mm. abusers can sense it yes. like they have that a sixth true. sense where true. they know who they can manipulate. these are victims yeah. and they go Pray for that yes yeah, that makes sense so that what i'm saying is makes, it's I need your be, fault i agree i feel JK. like i know JK. you know how you told me like i put out this vibe of like unapproachability mm-hmm. with all my like tattoos and like how i look uh-huh. it's not fooling anybody apparently <laughs> I try and put on my porcupine suit, but apparently they think it's just like a teddy bear suit. <laughs> um, They're misreading the spikes. Pepsi's trying on all my shoes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, she's a wild thing. Isn't she just the cutest? Isn't she the best? Let's talk about that. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, we are stopping the show to uh, but look I'm, at your cat. But I'm not. I, but I was making fun of. Mm-hmm. I can get back to it. But I'm not telling you. Isn't she the best? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, JK. Totally is. No. Anyway, I realize it's. Yeah. Um. So. Allison's beef with her hairbrush in the bathroom. A lot of times she brings up these topics that are sort of non-topics and sort of like. It's like a. Are you trying to... It's like the Bickersons have this thing and now I'm going to bring it into the show where Daniel Daniel doesn't even have a say. But what I like about this topic when it's brought to people like Arden and Rob and Jeff and Tony is they have this whole plan, this whole funny thing that's going to happen now that I am happy to sit back and witness. This entire thing that could happen. Taking a picture of the brush, where it's supposed to be, where it ends up kissing it having like this whole like having a whole thing sounds amazing 
I, I do think it's funny if she starts doing these <laughs> weird things with the brush. But my first reaction, and I think often when people tell me about their uh, relationship problems, uh-huh. I'm like, do you guys not talk, talk about yes. anything? <laughs> yes. Instead, they're just do the passive aggressive move the brush. <laughs> well, this is why this is what I told you about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. I love Larry David. Yeah. I love Seinfeld. And Curb Your Enthusiasm is okay. But if this was real life, th- these problems wouldn't happen because you would just say, hey, hey. why... Are you doing this? Do you think this is my brush? Like, why is it over here? Like, just a simple, like a simple conversation. Yeah, this is like Larry David would be like, "I'm gonna put lipstick on and I'm gonna yada yada." Yes, and then in in real life, you'd just be like, "Hey, this is your brush, right?" Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Oh, I thought it was your brush." Yeah, like, no, this is yours. Oh, okay. Can I put it over here? Yeah, because it's in my way. I agree, (laughs) and what I also like because. I don't know if Daniel's going to listen to this episode, but if she does start playing these mind games and like make it into a whole funny thing, I applaud it. But also he's going to be probably topping her because the whole like putting her hair collection in the shower and and then him making a whole sign as as if it was an art installation. He's going to play these games right back with her and it's going to be just as funny, if not even more. You know, it kind of sounds like a movie slash play that I've never seen about a, a light with gas in it. <laughs> um, who knows? Let me open that now. What? <laughs> oh, now you want to go Do inside? Do you want to close huh? the garage? Are you getting cold? I am a little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's like, I'm running. Uh-huh. You going in? All the way? Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, cat. Okay. Um, I can't wait to hear how the brush drama goes. It's going to be great. What do they call it? Qua- um, his quaff, quaff, quants quaff something. Arden had a good like little like word for it, but now I forgot. Okay, so talking about man, it's echoing here now. <clears throat> talking about going out into the public again. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Mr. Bookman. Mr. Bookman. Okay. Uh, Integrating back out into the world now that we've all kind of been under quarantine, which also you, a lot of things haven't changed for certain people because you've been out there working and not a lot has changed. Also, I feel like we've all sort of been integrating back out into life. And they're talking as if that they don't even go to the grocery store anymore or something. I don't even know. But Jeff was talking about going to Trader Joe's and how the lady asked him a question and he just like gave so much more of an answer than she was asking for. And I did this before quarantine and I probably do it even more now where I'm like, why am I? First of all, I don't even want you to ask me a question at Trader Joe's. It makes me uncomfortable. And then I have this whole thing where I'm like telling you my life story about stuff. And he's like, okay, but I just asked if you found everything or like what you're doing today. And I'm like, um... So here's this. I'm going to give you a backstory on each ingredient that I'm buying. <laughs> well, I've said it before that for some reason, when I go to Trader Joe's, right. they want me in and out of there as fast as yep. humanly possible. Right. They look at me like, I, I don't know, like I'm just a piece of dirt. They're like, get out of my fucking store. They don't ask me a goddamn thing about what I'm making. How often do you go? Uh, once every five years. <laughs> okay. I know where I'm not wanted. Yeah, I hear you. 
Uh, have you watched somebody somewhere? No. Are you interested? Mm, what is it? It's the show that no. Rob. Nope. I love Bridget Everett. Everett. Do you? Everett. Everett. I think she's a hilarious comic, and everything that she's in, even though she's not usually the main character, I really love her. St- just her style of comedy. She just seems like a very cool person. I don't think I've seen her in anything. Really? Oh, I guess you don't but watch I've seen like, her the in stupid, person. like really. What did you do? At <laughs> did she put her? <laughs> did she put your face in her tees? Because that's her big thing that she does. When she does stand up, she'll like put push your face into her cleave. And you know what I always think when I'm there? I'm going to leave with no eyebrows if she does that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to have uh, sejas all over her tejas. <laughs> um, so when I had just met a super fan, Megan, mm-hmm. she and her then girlfriend uh, went to Bumbershoot and mm. she forced me to go, basically. <gasps> That's right. And so yeah. I went to Bumbershoot and me and... Uh, her then girlfriend were waiting backstage while Megan was hobnobbing because you know how these Hollywood busy mm-hmm, types are. Mm-hmm, she was hobnobbing shit, backstage. We didn't shout out Superfan Megan. Who? Jesus. And me and Superfan Megan. Her then girlfriend mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. outside of the green room because we're like we don't belong here, and we were waiting for Megan to finish up with whatever she was doing. But Collecting Colonel Jeff was fruit. talking her ears off oh. um, about the the breakup of Allison and Corolla. But anyway, mm-hmm. Bridget Everett was like the hot ticket at the time. Oh. And she was back there. And I like looked in there. I was like, oh, there's Bridget Everett. I'm like, I don't know who she is, but I know, <laughs> but I know she's the she big is. ticket right now. Huh. Uh, that's she's all. She's been in I a lot of like uh, rom-com, chick flick type of movies. And where how come like, I haven't seen that's her? I watch I'm all those. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to wonder. Those are my favorite. I know. you, Me? Pretty Woman? Enough said. <laughs> yeah, Duh. let's do it. Corner's like it's on rails, bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Oh. Escargot, bitch. <laughs> Slippery little suckers. <laughs> Rob and Janine Garofalo's... Snap of the jewelry box on your fingers, slut. <laughs> that wasn't in the script, cunt. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Jen. <laughs> She's a little cunty. Uh, wait. Well, wow. Wait. <laughs> I'm starting the show with that. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I like? Taking the power away from the cunt. That's nice. And giving it power at the same time. You know those Aussies and those, mm-hmm. and those Kiwis? Cunty little fuckers. They love a cunt. They do. Uh, yep. <laughs> You're a good cunt. Thank is you. Is what they would tell you. Thank you. <laughs> if you're a guy, even. All right, we can coast over Jeannie and Garofalo, but the fact that they're friends, I love this. But Jeannie G. Jeannie G. We didn't get to meet her, but we did get to see her. She's pretty oh, cool. What a bummer. I know. We could. I thought you said I want to bone her. I'm like, my God, man. Let's style it back. <laughs> hey, Let's maybe go a bit. your boo is listening. I mean, maybe if it was the '90s, hey. I mean, reality bites. Was, am I right? Uh, oh yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> this is BFF After Dark. Oh, that's right. We closed the garage. <laughs> yeah. Now we can get Now we can real. get buck wild. We oh. don't have an audience anymore. <laughs> buck wild and buck naked. So that is a Seinfeld reference. How did Calm you down. know my my porno actor <laughs> You've mentioned name. it before. You want to be ensconced. We get it. Um. Anyway, 
Speaking of Seinfeld, Rob has never seen an episode of Friends. He's never seen Seinfeld. Now, let's not equate this with not seeing Top Gun for Allison. They're not even on the same level. So he works on The Simpsons, or he did. Okay. Um, so I imagine he was very busy with that. Also, I hear a lot of comedians say that they don't watch other comedians because they don't want it to influence their oh, act. Oh, that's fair. So I'm giving him a pass. Like, if you're no, it's working fine. in the biz. I understand it. It's strange to not even see one, like... <laughs> I just had a shiver because I'm cold. And then I burped. Oh, wow. Um, and it tasted like burnt ends, but... Yeah, boy. To not even accidentally per- in your periphery see Seinfeld or friends, like not on vacation when the TV's on in a hotel room, like it seems strange to avoid it for that long. But I'm not getting down on him for that. But then Allison's like, I've never seen Top Gun. It's like, not the same level. Well, I think Tony mentioned it first, no? Maybe. Anyway. But they both have not seen that. It's like, I don't, that's not very weird to not see a movie over a show that's on syndication like always on tv if you are you know opening your eyes top gun is just um, not out there willy-nilly you're not like it's not strange to have missed top gun true it's not like in the i don't know but um i, I think the, uh, the the most important part that they were talking about is that Allison was saying that she loves Friends, but she could be talked out of it very quickly. <laughs> and I think if she rewatched it, uh, she would talk herself right out of I it. I think so, too. Sorry, I Joanna. rewatched it, I don't know when, but I thought, well, I'm going to give another shot. It's like, okay, there's some things that I like, but then I was like, man, they are biting on Seinfeld. Like, oh, big so time. Much. So many things. I'm like, seriously? But also... Some of it's rewatchable, but a lot of it, not so much. Seinfeld, on the other hand, much different story. You know, I hate that Friends gets compared to Seinfeld so much. I know, because and we are perpetuating it too. Seinfeld's <laughs> or I am. whole thing from the beginning True. was no hugging, no learning. And in <laughs> Friends, they're always like having these like moments where you're like, oh. And then it's like, oh, well, and they wrap I love it up ya. in a little like bow at the end of the episode. Or yeah, whatever, where Seinfeld it's is like, just—it's the subtle nuances, much like the seasons in California. It's just Seinfeld <laughs> is just a show for people like me, terrible people who are pretending to be terrible, pretending to be self-centered, secret sweetie, and calm down, just out for themselves. Yeah, that sounds exactly like you. Yeah. That's why you attracted someone just like that. No. Come on now. Come on now. Edit all that out. Why? Because I'm a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) You've been the bad friend, the bad tipper, the bad credit risk. (laughs) Okay. Oh, why the hell were Jeff and Tony both on? Do you understand what was going? First of all, well, it was Tony's day off. It was Tony's day off. So then I why think was what there? happened, maybe he was still going to be off for the tour. But then, but then why she was like, "Well, oh, you're back. You want to be on the show?" And but he then like, he wasn't talking a lot, like he was working. I don't know. I'm very confused. Maybe he had and the he day was off not doing the drops, for like, obviously. <laughs> maybe he had like a dentist appointment or something. I don't know. It could be anything, Lisa. Let's ask him or ask Allison. We have her text thing. We're right. in the text level. Text her right now. I want to know but why I was really want why know. were Tony and Jeff on the show together? It made no sense. But I like that Jeff was like, Hey, I'm doing all the work here. I know. <laughs> you I sit like, back yes, and yes. 
and do whatever you're doing. Cruise in your wide lanes. Why don't you I'm look be... up? What did he have to look up? He had to look something up. So I guess he was busy. But yeah, um, I forgot. Anyway, anything else from Thursday before we do our two JMOs that Betsy sent in mm. or brought to the tabla? Um, the only thing I will say is that Rob, he seems like a kind of person I would not want to hang out with. I was thinking, okay, first of all, I, because I've listened to his show, I didn't, he didn't come off as anything like, he just seemed like a typical guy hosting a show. Like, Maybe it's fun. his monotone voice, but Maybe. I feel like when I, even when I've listened to Bad Dates, I'm like, I don't want to hear anything about him. Oh, interesting. But, well, actually, there was the episode that him and Jeff did by themselves where he, to, he to told yet. a story mm-hmm. about a bad date of his. And I thought the story was really funny and interesting, but for some reason, his voice is not huh. like captivating. He does have a monotone voice. I, what I was thinking, because I know, well, in the group chat, there was some talk of maybe him being sort of not a cup of tea of everybody's. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I, I didn't have any like negative things listening to Bad Dates, but listening to this episode, I thought, well, I'm going to like kind of be in tune to that. And while he didn't rub me the wrong way, one thing I found is that he reminded me a lot of Jeff. Hmm. Like his his voice sounded similar to Jeff's, where Jeff is sort of he's not monotone, but he has like sort of a curmudgeony tone to his voice, but it's like a lovable curmudgeony tone. Where sometimes I thought it, if them together almost sound the same, so I need to listen to this episode and see if I still hear that when they're together, but. I wasn't put off by him or he was perfectly fun. I thought he had good, funny. I think he was the only one that made me actually laugh out loud. Well, I think I do think that Rob is like a good guy. Like he seems like a nice person, but for some reason his voice, I see. And like, I don't know something about him. I'm just like, not, we would, we would not get along. Mm, Gotcha. Is the vibe. I Well, it's because you're a bad boy. Well, I mean, you've heard, I mean, that's everybody's obvious. heard and seen you come hauling ass on your motorcycle into my driveway and burning right out, knowing, <sighs> knowing that you're the bad boy. I mean, if you want to burn out, I'll, I'll do a burnout on the way out Next, of here. Well, not on the way out. <laughs> 10 p.m. in this quiet little old person's near. They're like, so your friend, is he coming back again next Saturday? <laughs> Um, next Saturday when you do come, make sure make an entrance. I'm gonna come in hot, and then it's you better. Be the even if I'm not out I, here, please do it because I've got cameras all up in this bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna eat so much shit. <laughs> I hope this happens. I'm gonna like not that I really. Hope the bike that. is gonna go fly in one direction. I'm flying <laughs> the other direction. Yes, it'll be like when you're shooting pool and you're like, I got this, and all of a sudden you hit the table, your hand, <laughs> the stick goes swooping up somehow. <laughs> gonna be a mess yeah all right jamos yes let's do some jamos betsy sent in uh she's constantly crying during the olympics which is that today the olympic the olympics (laughs) the yes lisa the whatever you said is that today i need to recharge i was just glitching (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna reboot you what are you talking about um i don't know I don't watch the Olympics, but do you cry at like, I do cry. I I guess I have a, well, okay. I will relate to this, the show that I had pitched to, you know, you, somebody that does shows or anybody that's listening. 
is somebody that does I would love to be in tune with my feelings more. And I, my show was a girl like me that doesn't feel going to funerals, birthdays, oh, yeah. weddings, things where there's other people's energy and emotion and feeding off of it. So I can understand what she's saying. Well, with the Olympics, I, much like you and Rob's voice, I'm like, tuned out. Don't care about the Olympics. Um, but good for them. I just don't have that kind of like connection with it. I don't cry during the Olympics, but I will say, like, I think Betsy said something about this, and I've mentioned it before, where, um, <laughs> you know, I got some uh, emotional issues of my own, Lisa, mm-hmm. and that uh, one time uh, a tortilla commercial or, or something, they were talking about tacos, and it was like a family, Aww. and it was making me uh, a little emotion. And if I watch okay. a movie now, yeah. and there's like a father and son, or like a family, or yes. some like someone's dying, yes, um, it will make me. I watched uh, Steel Magnolias over Easter, and I was like, okay, but I don't. Let my, if I was by myself, I probably would have cried. But I started like tearing up, but I didn't want anybody to see, so I just kind of like held it back. Steel Magnolias is that about? You should like this because it's got your girl. Um, hmm? <laughs> Uh-huh. You're a pretty woman. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Really? Whatever her name is. <laughs> Bet Midler. <laughs> Bet Midler. <laughs> it's a Seinfeld reference. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. You canceled. <laughs> yeah. If I was canceled, I should have been a long time ago. Um, I'm about to cancel you right now. What the fuck is her name? Julia Thank Roberts. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Julia Roberts. And she's got kidney issues so she's got it but it's like a whole it's a whole family thing and it's got it, you, i can't believe you haven't seen this movie it's so great no it's too busy watching top gun <sighs> that was the microphone <laughs> or the I chair would hope so or the cord <laughs> it was something all right the other jamo she sent in is oh this is what led to she loves cold mac and uh craft mac and cheese oh god which this is exactly so when I would make craft mac and cheese for the kids, I would always put it in Tupperware and put it in the fridge, and then I would come out the next day, and my husband would be over there eating it over the sink, cold with hot sauce poured on top of it. Like that was his favorite way to eat it. It was cold like that. Um, I I I like it hot and like extra soupy <laughs> the way I make my craft mac and cheese, and like not cooked all the way. Almost cooked al dente, really. I was gonna say that's called al dente. It is, but it might be a little short, like al, al de, not al dente plus, but like one lower. <laughs> anyway, um, do you like cold mac, craft mac and cheese? I, I know like, you like pizza or like food that's left out for like five days, but I don't like mac and cheese very much. Oh right. Whenever I have it, I'm like, this is okay. I'm not like, mm, mm. yeah. No, that's not me. But this got me thinking. Hmm. What is a food? Because a lot of people say that pizza yeah. is better, like, cold the day after. And I think those people are fucking nuts. They are nuts. I like that they can taste the subtle nuances and the flavors because it does change. It does change. It's good. But I will always take the time to heat it. I'll even heat up the oven and just put it in there for a little bit. I'm not going to... I'd rather have it warmed up if there's a choice. What about chicken? So the same thing. If fried chicken the next day, cold, it is delicious. It's weird. It has like uh it's the same as the pizza where like the fat coagulates and turns mm-hmm. into like this whole other like being that is quite delicious. But if I had a choice, hot, obviously. Exactly. So 
I mean, there's, uh, I, you can eat it cold or whatever. There's foods that you can eat cold, but yeah, it's surprisingly it's better than better you think it's going to be, hot. but it's always better hot. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I know. Let's see what you like. Yeah. Salads. You like hot. I'm not and it's chips Nick that you Weiger. like cold. <laughs> By the way, guys, he posted a picture of putting his groceries away, and he was putting his chips in the refrigerator. So I'm just saying he thinks everyone likes cold chips, and he thinks I'm the maniac that likes room temperature chips. I have to explain that I sent a picture to the dream team of the – I hate my Target because they don't have anything good there. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only things I did get that were – of note was Just Egg, which is a sponsor on Natch Butte and Allison's show, and the new sour cream and un. Wait, cheddar. no, no, no! Sour cream and cheddar, flaming hot, LeBron James chips from mm. Ruffles, bridges, and right? <laughs> Ruffles have bridges, and to get the just egg and the chips in the photo i put the chip also because god my- forbid you have them on the countertop you had to put the just egg away in the fridge also because my place is a mess right now i had dishes in the sea i'm not gonna put my fucking chips and you don't shit have a there countertop? that is the countertop you don't have no have you not you been don't know how the- to crop your picture where you just see the two oh, items i can crop oh i'll give you a crop and <laughs> crop okay anyway i can i anyway, can make it look like we are both we got to see his picture of him I putting his chips in the fridge like next to his just egg on a tree that is true and what about on top of on top what about on a motorcycle <laughs> uh, you you never know what about on swings maybe okay we'll see we'll see anyway enjoy your cold chips but I put the picture there, and then Lisa was like, you putting your chips in the fridge? And then I said, you don't? <laughs> and I was, I, really trying, I was trying to bait you, and you did oh, exactly that. I dug right in. You said, I mean, I have done it, but it makes them real chewy. Yeah. And then I was like, well, ew! I, I, I didn't say I've done it. I ew. said I've eaten a chip from the fridge. Ew, you nasty is what I said. <laughs> Because when you put leftovers in the fridge and there happens to be chips next to a sandwich that you didn't notice and you eat it, it's like, oh, it's gross, chewy. I thought you were the monster. I mean, really, you are. Um, I'm not the one eating cold chips, okay? Um, Not from the footage I've seen. (laughs) I'll show you a picture right now where my chips are. Okay? Come on over then. Come on, knock on my door. (laughs) 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 There's cold chips waiting for you. Where the cold chips are hers and his and his three's company too. Oh, it's hers, hers and his. Sorry. Why is what? it? What's that red light outside? So that's what I was wondering too. Because at first I was like, "Are there Christmas lights on?" Oh, I think the neighbors are leaving. Yeah, I think so too. Um. Anyway, don't come and knock on my door, or I'm gonna shoot you. Okay. Is how the Huntington Park version goes. <laughs> that's that's my neighborhood version. Do you think anyone else in your neighborhood has just egg in their fridge? <laughs> I was. Exactly. Absolutely not. I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. They would have those chips probably. Because like you said it was Slim Pickens. We do got local Target. We do have a great Bon Me place across the street, like Is one it street over. Bite from me? me? No, it's called the Los Angeles Bon Me Company. Oh, we have one down the street called Bite Me. I'm like, I think I want to go there. That sounds dumb. That sounds radical. Bite me. How dare you? Speaking of, Speaking let's of, end this show. Let's <laughs> bite me. All right. 
If you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram to see some lovely pictures of uh, us. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> at bfancast. <laughs> it's okay. Not uh, that kind of picture. Oh. That's on wow. Lisa's you myfans.com. I'm not even going to tell there. you what she did on there earlier today. Yep. <laughs> it included some pool balls. The number 11 is pretty ding And up. some cream. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where can we find you, little Rafi? You can find me at... Posting V-Day pics up on his... Oh, what? Uh, sure, follow me at RMCGS on Instagram, but more importantly, follow my Finsta at Big Louie the Cat. Is that what it was? Yeah. I already forgot. It's Big Louie the Cat. There you go. Follow me at Big Louie the Cat. Yes, please do. And come over to my house next weekend because we're going to have a little group recording or a big group recording. Yep. What? Yeah. Yes. See you there. Yep. BFFs, Maybe. you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And <laughs> did I steal your toot? Yes. <laughs> Good night. Waiting for the toots. <laughs>